Da 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 da. Go get your freedom now. Welcome to the Freedom Girls Sisterhood. I'm Don Scott Damon, your freedom coach. As a life coach, author, pastor, emotional and spiritual health advocate, I'm dedicated to helping you live a full, fierce and free life. As a survivor of childhood trauma, I know what it takes to overcome obstacles and fears and insecurities, and I'm here to coach you do the same so you can reach your goals and dreams and realize your beautiful future. Join me in the sisterhood. Today's show is sure to change your life. So stay tuned because it's freedom time. So it's that time again, and we always look forward to connecting with you, our listener. I hope you're following us and subscribing to the Freedom Girls Sisterhood. But enough about us. Let's hear from you. What do you think of us? <laughs> right? Oh, just kidding. How are you today, Wanda? I'm good, Dawn. I'm over here in Waterloo, Iowa, so I'm not in Grand Rapids today, but um, it's gorgeous. The sun is shining, and it's, it's pretty good. It's like 50 degrees. It's not bad, so it's beautiful. It's exactly. beautiful. Yeah. Well, and it's beautiful here too in Grand Rapids, Michigan. But even if it weren't, we are in the practice of gratitude right gratitude. now, aren't we? Because it's November and, you know, I say that we're, we're thankful all year round, but especially right. right now when we're having a heightened sensitivity to the things that we are grateful for. Right. So let's like jump to the important parts about what I think. And no, <laughs> but the thing is this, I've been, you know, doing the Freedom Challenge every day and, um, I love, I know it's going to get a little old maybe, but I love this book and I love that I'm in it every day and I love it because every single day, even this morning as I was doing it, I'm like, ah, you know, underlining more things I've been through. You know, you've seen my book. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's got some stuff in there and it's something new every single time I read it, which is so awesome because it's usually like reflective, you know, it's really a reflective thing which isn't always fun and certainly not comfortable, but completely necessary. No, but so healthy. Reflection is so very, very good. And right. when we do reflection with the Holy Spirit as our guide, and he's showing us things, and we're sitting with him in a place where there's no judgment, there's no shame. Right. It's just honest reflection and awareness and then revelation. It's a great yep. thing. I'm and, so and, thankful I could be a part of that. Oh my gosh. And it's like, that's the thing you said about no judgment, no shame. That's what I've been operating in and under my whole life. Okay. Mm. We've mm -hmm. talked about this and that's what yeah. we're gonna be working on when I get back. But, um, so the thing I have learned part of one of the many things I'm learning in, in the way to transform your thinking and in turn, transform your life, transform your words, your thoughts and your life. I mean, it's amazing how much control we, God gave us and how he made us that way. I'm learning this through your book, do some other things, but, um, so gratitude, huge. I mean, it's yes. a huge thing. Yes. Not just saying it, but living it. And like, um, there's ways to live out of a place of gratitude talk about that a little bit. Yes. Well, in fact, that's what we want to talk about today. You know, a lot of people think, and you just said it, that they cannot change their state of mind. Sometimes we just wake up with a mood or we have like a, what some people call the emotional flu. We just don't feel good. And then we think that we just have to live with it for a couple of days until it passes and that we don't have any strength or any choice. choice. 
in that matter. And the truth is, as you just said, we have so much volition, so much choice, and there are some things that we can do. And one of the things that we can do, as you just mentioned, to change our state of mind, change our mood, is to be grateful and to be to be thankful. And a lot of people start a gratitude journal. And you know, the truth is you can't be bitter and grateful at the same time. No, it's I've difficult. Tried. <laughs> it's hard. And how are you doing with that? that? It's not going well. It's going great in terms of how much it's changing. Mm -hmm. I mean, I've told you this yesterday. I feel myself changing. You don't even, I don't even know. I couldn't tell you the exact, like whatever, but it's, it's a wonderful process. I can't mm -hmm. believe I'm saying that because it's not always, again, comfortable and feel good, but it sure. is, I can't believe how much I'm learning and truth equals freedom that wins every single time in my yeah. book. So, you know, um, the truth is that I, I, I don't know if you call it a journal. I have a, a gratitude book it's like this mm -hmm. and I write words in there every day. Just things I'm grateful for words. Yes. Dawn, family, friends, my church community, you know, art, crafts, music, laughter, bubbles of butterflies. I love bubbles and butterflies. Okay. Let's just, <laughs> you know, so, and it does even change your mood almost instantly, almost. Yeah, for sure. It does. Because when you start to think about being grateful for things that God has blessed you with and things in your life and things that you have, um, the fact that, you know, we woke up this morning and I'm thankful for that blue water that's right outside my window. I'm thankful that I can see the colors, that I'm not colorblind. I'm thankful that, like you just said, you know, for people, for places, for things, for material things that God has blessed me with. But when you start doing that, you're really retraining your brain on what to think about and what to focus on. And that's one of the powerful ways to change your state. You're moving from a place of focus on what's wrong and what's negative, and you're changing your focus on what's right and what's beautiful and what's good. And isn't that the scripture that the Lord gave us? It really is. Yeah, that's, you see, it's all, it all goes back to really the foundational truth. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right? We, yeah. we had the power to speak things into existence. We're made in his image, in his likeness. Mm -hmm. I'm just learning, you know, via you and, and some of my and other things that I, you're, you're, you're exposing me to via your coaching um, that I can, I'm a creator. Mm -hmm. I can also create my mood, my thoughts, right. my life. And your outcomes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. My outcomes. I love that. My outcomes. Yeah. yeah. That's a, a word I want to learn to use more. Um, right. It's, it's, a, it's a positive uh, north step. Yes. Yeah. True north. Right. Yep. Yeah. Because let's talk, let's talk about, I want to share just a moment, like the four laws of focus, if you will. And one of those laws, of course, of focus is where I focus to myself excuse me, I draw to myself whatever I focus on, right? So whatever I focus on, I bring to myself. That's right. one of the laws of focus. We all know right. that if you are driving a car and you look at something, you're going to go, you're going to drive to that. Maybe not where you want to go. So why not focus on what you want? Because number two, what I focus on becomes real. It feels right. real. It, it seems real to me. And so what I focus on, 
I draw to myself. Number two, what I focus on feels real. And what I focus on, number three, becomes large. So if I focus on my hand and that's all I focus on, and then that's the biggest thing in my life right now. It's right. so huge because it's what I'm focusing on. So if I'm focusing on things that I'm thankful for, that crowds out the things that might be going wrong or the things that upset me that day. And, and ultimately, the fourth law of focus is that I do become what I focus on. So I become a negative person. I'm just not in a negative state if all I do is focus on what's wrong. I become a positive person, a grateful person when I focus on what is right and what is good and what I'm thankful for. According to Philippians, the verse says, whatever's true and right and honorable and worthy of praise, think on these things. So you can change your state of mind. You can change your mood. You can rid yourself of the emotional flu by a very powerful step. And that is, right, gratitude. What are right. you focusing on? Right. Because it becomes, it, that is a, a non-self-centered mm -hmm. list of things, really. Um, they feed our souls. They do benefit us, all those things. Yes. But they're, they're, they're other focused or other centric, mm -hmm. you know, instead of uh, me centric. Yeah, that's a great point. Yeah. You get your eyes off of yourself. Right. And um, you're thinking of others. And right. You're, you're, and you're thinking There's, of possibilities and you're thinking of what, hmm. would my, what would my life be without all of these wonderful things that I do have in my life? That's right. Right. And that's, um, that's those are gifts that we can do that, that we have those, you know, I mean, I know that some of us, you know, we're blessed, period. <laughs> oh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. I do. We are blessed, period. We are. Um, now, there's other ways mm -hmm. um, that we can change our mind and our mood. Yep. So the one way is gratitude. I yep. think that's like top of the list, really. It kind of moves everything out of the way for everything else to happen. Um, you know what I mean? It opens the door uh, to the other possibilities and uh, exercise. Yeah, or any kind of movement. That would be the second one. If you want to change your state, you have to change your physiology. You have to move. And that could be, like you said, exercise is one good way to move your body. Some people might say, well, I don't, I don't like exercise or I sprained my ankle. I can't do it. And I'm feeling... I'm feeling depressed. Well, anything that pushes different chemicals through your body is movement. So your nervous system has to change. So you can change your posture. You can change your facial expression. You can change your breathing and do some meditative, biological, diaphragmic breathing, which will change your physiology. You can open the door and take in fresh air. You okay. can take a walk. Just so you're not necessarily move. saying you're not saying hit the gym hard and that scares off a lot of people right there anyway. So <laughs> you're saying breathe different, sit up straight, throw your head, put your chin up, breathe in deeply, right? Right. Um, uh, walk across the room a couple times and do something different. Get up, move. Right, because all of the states that we're in are caused by interactions between our chemicals and thinking patterns and physiology, all that neuroscience that's going on in our bodies. And so we, if we change the chemical 
flow, we can change our state. If we change the physiology of our body, we can change our state. If we change what we're thinking about, we can change our state. And we have control over all of those. And we need to master all of those domains. But movement, I remember when I was going through a season of depression and I had read that there's over 70 muscles in your face that work when you smile. And so when you smile, 70 muscles are engaged. And when you smile, your brain begins to release chemicals and endorphins that say, I feel good. I'm happy. The message that the upward smile and the muscular setting and position of your face release those. Now, are we not wonderfully and fearfully made? Yeah. And so you can even see it just just like even me just smiling at you right now. What does that cause you and make you want to do? Smile. <laughs> it makes you want to smile. Absolutely. It, it's, it's contagious. It is and, contagious. And it even is changing my state, even as I'm talking about it. But if I were to put a, a frown on my face and furrow my eyebrows and put my face down and all of that, can, you can, you know what, you can look at another person with that face and they'll feel you. A baby will start crying. They recognize and understand, and it's releasing those chemicals in them. So just move. Even if I sit on the couch and I do a few curls with some soup cans or. (laughs) Absolutely. That's an awesome way to look at it because I just made, make it accessible to everyone. Right. We know none of us, we're all without excuse. If we want, if you want to change your state and you're in a mood, like what, sometimes what our flesh wants to do, our humanity wants to do, it just wants to go back to bed and mm-hmm. pull the colors o- covers over our face and, and we want to hide. But well, really what we yeah. need to do, right, is um, I love Mel Robbins. She's an author and she has a TV show and stuff, but she, she wrote the book, The Five Second Rule, and it's just counting backwards, five, four, three, two, one, blast off. And she talks about engaging the frontal, uh, the prefrontal core fat, Cortex. Cortex. Mm-hmm. Yes, thank you. I don't know why I always get tongue-tied with that. The prefrontal <laughs> cortex of the yep. brain and that the physiology of just moving, don't overthink. The minute you think too long on it, you stall. You 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 paralyze yourself. You your logic takes over and and the rationalization and all the reasons why we're not going to do it so if you're not feeling well the first thing you need to do and i'm talking about emotional flu i'm talking about even being angry being sad being depressed being afraid you you need to move because often your what your body wants to do is it wants to hunker down and go into kind of a catatonic or a immobilized state and just 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 keep you safe and now those are trauma responses the Mm -hmm. freeze and this you know i've recently experienced that you know just the freeze just being like i I don't know what to do right now and so i didn't do anything yes i like wasted like two hours (laughs) just sitting there doing i was like frozen right literally so yeah it would have been a great idea for me to get up no matter what i felt like and how because that's the problem sometimes is you think you're, I mean, it feels like it's a physical blow. Mm-hmm. So in those moments, knowing if you have legs and they work. You got to you know, use them. Yeah. You got to use them you, and, and don't overthink it. 
No, you won't feel like it. Do not consult the left side your of your feelings. brain at that moment. Do not consult your logical centers. Just move. And, you know, trauma, the length of the freezing for you is a trauma response. But um, just freezing is just a human response, you know? Right. It's just part of like, you know, and we, we've all seen those scary movies where you're telling the girl, run, you know, mm -hmm. go, move, get out of there. Yeah. And what does she do? She doesn't do any of that, right? Because she's frozen. Frozen. <laughs> yep. So um, that's a, but you, yeah. And so many times we've heard so many stories of people who are moving, running, <laughs> doing something, or even in, they're in uh, physical therapy and their body is being manipulated to move certain ways where maybe they've been stuck before or they've got a, a frozen joint or something. Yes. And, and with that therapy, they're actually also having memory release and emotional release and yep. their body That's is purging. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep, so, true. so it's true changing your state. And again, it doesn't have to be running a three mile race. It can just even be, there's an exercise in that they call the farmer's walk where you just pick up some weights and you just walk from one end to the room to the other back and forth. You can even just do a farmer's walk where mm -hmm. you're just having a little bit of resistance or again, like I said, breathing. Back smiling. Or something. Yeah, really. Yeah. And it really is. Um, I could just say, speak from experience and having you as a coach for the past couple of years, seriously, mm -hmm. um, that um, I can tell you that, your feelings are going to be the biggest, for me, my biggest obstacle. But once I, for the, once I tried it one time to just do it anyway, mm -hmm. that feeling is what made me do it again. That one thing made me do it again. Yeah. And so once you, you know you won't die uh -huh. if you do these things, you know, that, and, and, and somehow, I don't know how, but somehow, it makes you feel better. I don't care how, you know, I know physiologically learning about the brain. I know that's why. Sure. I don't know how. I don't understand that. That's a God thing. And I love that about, about that, you know, that mm -hmm. we can figure out, do this and this is the result because mm -hmm. God made it that way. Yeah. So and you cool. can anticipate that result. For example, yep. just like what you're saying, like, you know, I don't like, um, I should be careful how I say this because I don't want my brain to remember this. <laughs> um, <laughs> When I'm in the process of exercising, sometimes that's not my favorite place to be, but the thrill of having it completed, that is what I love. And so yeah. I'll remind myself of that when I'm starting to be resistant about something. I, I'll, well, it's scripture. Jesus endured the cross for the joy set before him oh, for true. the joy that was beyond the cross. And so I, I do the exercise or I do the movement or I do the thing, whatever it is, yeah. do the thing, do the, get thing. the reward. Coach Monica, do the say, thing, do the things. <laughs> yep. And then, you know, when you, when you do the thing and you get the reward, that, that feeling of joy. And, and again, if that doesn't change state, I mean, sometimes our funk or emotional flu or our depression. And I'm not talking clinical depression, but, right. um, but sometimes that funk is, ju is just a result of not producing, not fulfilling, feeling overwhelmed with too many details, too much clutter, either physical clutter or emotional clutter, not knowing where to start. Right. And so if we can, um, 
there's a lot to say there about that right there. But if we can do the thing, if you move your physiology, if you start being grateful, you actually will start having a sense of motivation coming to you. And that motivation that comes, that follows action. And then you can start digging yourself out of the pile and start organizing your work. So it's a very efficient way to change your state. And it really works. It works. <laughs> it really works. I mean, that's the thing. Uh, then you want to kick yourself because you thought, oh, I wasted all those years just resisting going that one thing past that obstacle, you know? Yeah. Taking that one step past the obstacle is what helped me do it again. I, I still have trouble sometimes, but I, it's a lot less trouble than I used to have. A I do too. And, you know, I think about this all the time, and I don't know how many times I've said it, but I do think about the Israelites who, you know, took 40 years to make a 14-day journey. They were so close, and they just couldn't get over it. And there are reasons why, and God had them in some discipline. But I just often wonder, how close am I really to this goal? If I were to just do it, you know, and go hard after it with no excuses and no rationalizations, how close am I really? I could be 14 days away from meeting so many of my goals or a month. When you look or, at it that way, that's awesome. Yeah, right? And so today, this morning when I got up, I actually, I have a goal that's out there. It was nebulous. It didn't have a deadline to it. It wasn't time bound. It didn't have specific steps. And so mm-hmm. I took the time this morning to write it down, to get my calendar, to calendarize the day that I will reach that goal. And the things that I need to do, I reverse engineered it. And when I would start and when it would conclude and what I would do. And now I feel fairly confident because now I've given my brain a target because that's how our brain works, right? Right. And so now I've given it a target. It knows what to fetch for me. It knows what to retrieve. It knows what to bring into my awareness. And this is all God given. I mean, it's the, by the power of the Holy spirit. We're not trying to say it's not, it's just the way God made us. Right. right. So now it's going to come into my reticulating activating system as they call it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to become aware of all of those things that I need to help me reach that goal. Cause I took the time to get it from the recesses of the brain and put it on the front burner, if you will, and so now I know it will come to pass. It's just a matter of it will on my deadline. It will be done. God willing. That's awesome. That's wonderful. I have to remember to do that. There's so many things that this whole way of life, this new thing I'm learning, uh, the freedom challenge, the things I'm learning from you. I'm it. It what it does is it causes you, and and it's not a bad thing at all. Thank you, Jesus. I like have this burning need to get organized. <laughs> Mm-hmm. in all the areas of my life right mm-hmm. now. It's like, that wasn't part of the deal. I didn't sign up really for that, but that is just like a natural thing that's happening. I think it's a, the outside, the outside manifestation of what's happening inside. Yeah, for sure. I think I'm getting organized inside or whatever that yeah. means. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's a beautiful way. Well, you're coming out of chaos or anyone who's in this journey and myself, you know, when we come out of chaos and then we start to look around and we say, I can't, it all works together. I can't have physical chaos and mm-hmm. not have the emotional chaos. And so, yeah, I think body, soul, and spirit were so intricately created and made that one of the best places to, best places to start when we start getting our life under control is to remove the physical clutter, remove the clutter. And right. 
it's kind mm -hmm. of like, have you ever gone on any journey, any vacation while well, you are on one right now, but when you get ready to go somewhere and you have to clean everything, you have to, mm -hmm. you, you, you have to clean the drawer that you haven't looked at in four months, or you have to go mm -hmm. through the pile of mail or the stack over here. There's something yeah. about us that knows. And we think, man, if I could work, and that's not just a few people, like I'm hearing that is humanity. It's or at least in Western culture, there's something about I can't go and release my mind and have a good time without first getting my emotion. My no, I had to make clutter. sure before I left, I was like, my coffee pot is emptied and cleaned. <laughs> the garbage is out and clean, yeah. you know, so my apartment doesn't smell when I get back. There's a whole lot of stuff, you know, that, that preparation to, to rest almost. Yeah. Um, right. Yeah. Well said. So, yeah. It's That's pretty great. Cool. Yeah. Exactly. So I'm getting smart, Dawn. You are getting so smart. <laughs> Yay. That's wonderful. So so we're talking about changing our emotional state. And you know, it's really important because especially as we're going into the holidays, we want to be in control. You know, possess our soul, as the Bible says. We want to be in control. And people are going to trigger us and they're going to say things and they're going to do things. And especially can, right now, especially right now. And we're going to be with family that we have to be with and we might not like, and people are already starting to um, get stressed out and then yep. to relieve stress, they might let, well, let me have a drink. Let me have a glass of wine or let me, let me eat this thing. And so everybody's going to overindulge because they don't have tools right. to reset their affect or to change their state. So we are talking about being grateful. And how do you do that in the moment? Well, you can do that in the moment. You can just be grateful in the moment and remind yourself and recenter. But also you can, you get, apply the laws of focus and start focusing, get your focus off of whatever it is that's irritating right. you. Exercise that power of choice right then. Right then and there. And then move get up, go do the dishes, uh, say, Hey, Oh, I ate so much. I'm going to go take a walk. You garbage. Know, change. Yeah. Yeah. Take the garbage out, yeah. take the garbage out, whatever you have to do. And then the third thing that we can do to, to help is our self-talk. And, you know, this conversation that we have with ourselves, which, you know, if, if I were to ask you the question and I've already set, set you up, so you know what the answer is. But if I were to ask you the question and say, who in your life do you talk to the most? Who do you, who do you talk to? Some people will say my mom, <laughs> my best friend, my yeah. spouse. And the, the answer for all of us, of course, is me. I talk to right. me. I'm constantly talking to me all day right. long. I'm talking to me. Me too. I and, mean, I talk about myself. And I, I mean, so you really are. I really am the person I talk to the most. <laughs> exactly. Or, you know, yeah. Especially, yeah. especially for you know, some for single people or mm -hmm. people whose spouses are working or you're home alone. Whatever, or, yeah, you're home It doesn't alone. matter. It's true for all of us. Everybody. Mm -hmm. That's a good point. And so, so how, what is the conversation? You know, the Bible talks about not fellowshipping with people or entities, uh, darkness. Don't fellowship with those things that make us depressed. Well, what if that's me? What if fellowshipping with me, it makes me depressed? Right. How do I... Uh, I, have I have to make sure you're to, not the weapon formed against yourself. That's not causing that you was problem. so good. <laughs> yes. We claim that scripture. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. We'll make sure you're not the weapon formed against you. That's right. That's so good. It's really true. I mean, so, you know, for me, that's true. It's true often. Right. I'm my biggest, you know, 
my biggest weapon is me and my self-talk, period. So let's not be that person that we shouldn't be fellowshipping with. Let's be to ourselves that person that we should be fellowshipping with. And um, it's so funny. I was with my daughters. We were at a conference a couple weekends ago. And my one daughter, Lisa, was sharing that she has she has identified her inner critic. She found her and she named her. She named her Judy. And so she would be throughout the different times of the weekend. She'd say, shut up, Judy. Shut up, Judy. I didn't ta- I'm not talking to you, Judy. And we were cracking up and we were That's laughing. Awesome. I'm sorry if your name is Judy right now. But <laughs> so but she began to understand that what that voice was inside, what that naysaying voice that you can't do it, it's not enough. Old messages, shaming messages, a conglomeration of parents and teachers and friends yep. and whoever else, whatever else voices in your yep. life. Um, and so I thought that's a really powerful truth. What you want to do in this when you, with your self-talk is, first of all, become aware of how you're talking to yourself and the kind of conversations that you're having with yourself. And if after those conversations, are you uplifted? Do you feel like you, you like the psalmist, bless the Lord, oh, my soul, bless the Lord. Why so downcast, oh, my soul? Come on, he talked to himself right. all the time. So identify that voice and, and listen to that conversation and then make sure that you correct it right away and then name that inner critic. Like, um, remember um, Ferris Bueller's day off and the yeah. Ben Stein was the teacher. <laughs> Bueller, 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 <laughs> or whatever, you know, awesome. Bueller. So yeah. maybe, maybe what we say is, you know what? Okay, maybe my inner critic has that voice and I say, shut up, Ben or whatever, you know, like I'm not listening to you. Right. Mine, by the way, is Stella. Stella. Um, named 11 years ago at trauma treatment when I had to name that part of me that is, you know, the angry um, workaholic person. So her name is yep. Stella. I refer to her often. Yep. That's good. Be quiet. Behave yourself. Yep. Be quiet. Mine's Dagmar because it just <laughs> sounded so Dagmar. Sounds so <laughs> And, and one of the words that was used a lot in my childhood was dadgummit. And we weren't allowed to say that. If you, if you switch all the letters around, it really is oh, taking yeah. the, the name. It really is. Yeah. But, so she sounded negative to me. But um, you know what? I, I'm, not, I'm not listening to you. I'm not having this conversation with you. Another, another trick is to figure out where the voice is coming from. And so, like, for example, some people will say, put it like, pretend that that negative voice is coming from your foot and you stomp on it and say, you're under my feet, you know, no, hush, you know, and so. Yeah, that's good. It's attaching it to some place where you can take care of it. anchoring it. Yeah. Just anchoring. Put it in a rock. Remember like we did at Monica's thing? Yes. Toss the rock. So that kind of thing. Yeah. We had a rock in our hand and we had to write that negative stuff and throw it away. So. Um, but so those three things will really help you a lot. And of course, then we also understand as believers that there's a spiritual warfare there. And so those three things combined with obviously do the spiritual warfare. I love the song that the Imperials used to sing when you're up against a struggle that shatters all your dreams and your hopes have been cruelly crushed by Satan's manifested schemes when you feel the urge within you to submit to earthly fears, don't, don't let the faith you're standing in seem to disappear. Praise the Lord. That's a beautiful song. Isn't that an amazing song? I love that song Praise so much. the Lord. You know, um, he then, inhabits uh, his praise of his people. It is. 
um, Cheryl Lee wrote a song like that, Praise You Just the Same, sort of just that same theme. Anyway, praise him anyway. You know, praise that's him uh, anyway. it works. I just can tell you that. Yes. Yes. And it and works. So. so we can have all the pop psychology and all of the, and it's all real in terms of physiology and right. neuroscience and all. It's all good. All At true. the end of the day, my faith is in Jesus Christ and I stand on that rock. And so sometimes it's just a matter of saying, Jesus. By the power of your spirit, I can do all things through Christ. And so when I center my focus on him and praise the Lord, music actually will change mm-hmm. the brain, sure as will. we know. And so so that that those are some things that I will leave with you to That's get awesome. us through the holidays. Yep. Just remember to whatever you do, sing a song, praise the Lord, shout yep. anyway, thank God and That's right. And enjoy the holiday. And those are some great tools. I mean, they really are—they really are practical and accessible. You can use them every second they're around people that, you know, you may be a total loner and not want to be with a bunch of people. So, those are the moments when you can lean into the stuff that we just went over, and they work every second of every day. They work, you know. They work based on scripture. So there's really not a way for them not to work. You know, which is so cool because that's a whole nother kind of revelation, which is really cool. So, um, so we know that we can change our mind and our mood with gratitude. Mm -hmm. Yep. Getting, getting up and moving our body around or or not even getting up, just move your body around from wherever you sit, move your body, Mm -hmm. change something, do something different. You want to feel, feel different, do something different, right? Yes. Good. And then positive affirmations again, just, you know, gratitude out loud with your mouth, speaking those things talking about who God is and who he says we are and positive self-talk. Yep. You know, which, which, which really is very powerful because, you know, the narration in our head, um, the dialogue that we're having, it does produce feelings and moods and then moods create behavior and action and outcome. So it really, it really all starts, starts up here. Yep. And if we could stop the train right there Mm -hmm. before it leaves the tracks, really, you know what I mean? Before it starts to leave the station anyway. Um, Right. That's such a, it's an easier battle, certainly. Absolutely. So, yes. So that's good. So I, so you're there, you're going to be having your turkey roll in Iowa. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm probably not, I'm not a turkey girl, but you know, um, there are, there are things that I like. So yeah, I'll eat some of those things. Okay. Spend some time with friends and stuff and you. Yes, I'll be right here with the tribe. I'll be with I'll be with some of our tribe. You know, we we've got yeah. we've got that limited number there. You yeah, know? I know. So shh. So shh, don't <laughs> tell anybody. <laughs> Fortunately, this is our year, you know, we change off with our kids back and forth. So we get them on Christmas Day and they go with their in-laws for Thanksgiving. So we'll be okay. we'll be a smaller tribe than normal. So that's good. Well, maybe next month it'll be better. So yeah, right. let's pray so. Let's hope yeah. so. And if you're listening to this podcast today and you've been struggling with thoughts, feelings, moods, I hope that we've offered you some hope. But the greatest hope of all, of course, is your relationship with Jesus Christ. And so don't be afraid to send me a line at dawn at dawnscottdamon.com. And Wanda, your email and post at um, perspectives is what? Is well, um, for ptsdperspectives.org is the website. Okay. Your website is dawnscottdamon.com. 
Mm -hmm. um, my email is wandatalks at yahoo.com. That's just the easier way to get a hold of me. Okay, great. So we're happy to pray for you over the holidays and yes. hope that uh, you have an amazing time. And that is important because it is indeed freedom time. Thanks everybody for hanging out with us today. If this has helped you, be sure to subscribe and like us, write a review and share this with someone else. You can learn more about the Freedom Girl Sisterhood by going to freedomgirlsisterhood.com. If you'd like to know more about me, Pastor Dawn, my speaking engagements, or my books, you can find me at dawnscottdamon.com. This is your Freedom Coach saying, peace out. Thank you.